you also have something you like. Do you, do. Do you care, to, care to share with me, with the audience, with, with Hunter? <laughs> with... <Who knows? laughs> Hunter's explain, listen to me explain the intricacies of this stupid, stupid show. Okay. <laughs> uh, please explain it. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I've seen. Cause you told me to watch an episode. I didn't have time to like this weekend to watch a full episode, but right before this, I watched brief clips yeah. from a full episode that's on YouTube. And I kind of like skipped ahead, skipped ahead, skipped ahead. Yeah. You skipped all the it fighting looks... bits. Cause it's like all the same. <laughs> no, I, I'm talking like 10 minutes before this. Mm-hmm. Where I was, it seems <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is the anime slash manga one piece and there is a mm-hmm. reason why this manga is going for over a thousand k- chapters and counting yeah the one i saw was episode geez 978 yes that's they, and hence why it's still considered one of the most popular anime slash manga shonen anime shonen manga is one of the more popular because it's geared toward preteen or young and younger. Like basically kids grow up with these shows and the characters grows up with these kids because the show never has Mm. an end in sight. You've got (laughs) shows like Naruto, Bleach, Mm -hmm. like, and One Piece. And One Piece. Would would Dragon Ball Z be in that? Yes. Okay. Because it's constantly tournaments. It's constantly fighting. They're constantly Pokemon. Pokemon's like that. Pokemon. Pokemon kind of is but at the same time you're not reaching new power levels like sure. every now you know you're capturing pokemon and it does get to right. the point where you're like you're meeting pokemon gods right you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of similar but not quite it's more like a- ash isn't a shonen character if anything he is like the anti-shonen Pre- character because pretty down to earth wins. right no he never fucking wins anything ever he hmm. finally won a tournament. One tournament. You hmm. know how long Pokemon's been in, <laughs> <laughs> in, in production? Like really 90, long 95, 94 maybe? Some, it was in the 90s and he's yeah. never won a tournament. And he finally won one because they probably felt sorry for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably got a lot of fan mail. It's like, please just let him win one. <laughs> just let him win. I get so tired of watching him lose, but get a like a happy, so happy ending. Yeah. Because he did something important. Right. You know? Yeah. You He's, can't. You can't play the like. Losers can be still can still be winners card every single time. Yeah. So, One Piece is about the main character's name is Monkey D. Luffy, and he is the <laughs> glue that holds the whole quote-unquote story together he wants to be a pirate he that's okay that's exactly what i gathered from the small clip i saw yeah he wants to be <laughs> from a episode 978 <laughs> but he doesn't want to be just any pirate he wants to be the pirate king and the way you become a mm-hmm. pirate king the pirate king is you go and you find the one piece left by the last pirate king you can figure if you watch the opening narration that's in every at the beginning of every single episode you can learn the entire synopsis of the one piece story in that narration that they say at the beginning of every episode it's short and sweet and it never changes it's basically the 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 original pirate king was called goldie roger and the story basically picks up after he's been executed 
which they like to show every once in a while to remind you that Goldie Roger is very dead. <laughs> okay. And that this show's like, see, we killed somebody. We don't pull punches. And then they never kill any characters <laughs> ever, except when it really matters. So Goldie Roger's on the execution platform, and his last words are, if you want my treasure, you can have it. I left it all in that place something go and find the one piece or i left it all in one piece go and find it and it was just the last middle finger to the world government because it just set off all of these people starting to create pirate crews and go off and try to find the treasure (laughs) so it gave them like 10 times more things to worry about Goldie Roger is a fantastic character. You barely see him, but every time you do, you're just like, he just seems so awesome. Luffy is kind of related to Goldie Roger in a weird sense, not by blood, but he is basically adopted brothers with Roger's son. They were both raised by Luffy's grandfather, who ironically was Roger's sworn enemy, but Roger, before the day of his execution, is like, take my kid and and the grandfather's like why (laughs) he's like because he's a kid he has no choice in the matter go take Mm. him you know and so garp raised uh roger's son whose name is ace and he and luffy and another character who has his own backstory like they all grow up as kids and they all go off and they try to become pirates and they all have their own stories but Luffy is the main one. And he, and so in this universe, there's these type of fruits known as devil fruits. And if you eat them, you get strange powers. And I love the idea of a devil fruit because you don't know what you're going to get. Or if you mm. do, it's because you've done extensive research. And, mm. and in return for getting a power, you can't swim ever. You can't touch anything oh. related to the sea. You immediately lock up. So it really sucks when so, you're a pirate. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And are these is, is, are these powers permanent? Yeah. Oh. As okay. far as we know. And okay. it's been going on for thousand plus episodes, so no going back now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Do they are they additive? If you eat another fruit, will you replace the last power or will you it just add to the last power? It's hard for me to answer that because the only person who's been able to do that blatantly ate a fruit that was like an anti-devil fruit. And Mm. he like looked for it specifically because it was like, it could negate powers. He, in addition, because it was like the special fruit, he ate another one and he gained the other powers of that other one. Okay. So he has two, which is, and I don't know how it affects. He hasn't been around as a character a lot lately, but he's kind of like the main arc villain. He's like the okay. he's the one that they're gonna have to fight at the end because he's he's like the one that d- committed the horrible sin of committing the first act of killing, like the one mm. character. You know, it's really hard in shown in anime. It's really hard to kill characters and have them mm. never come back. And <laughs> this is a, this guy straight up murdered a character, and everyone was like, "Nope, like that's <laughs> the unforgivable. Mm. <laughs> you can beat him up to an inch of his life, but you yeah. can't kill him." Yeah. And his name is Edward Teach. If oh, that's, a, that's yeah. um, AKA Blackbeard. Blackbeard, that's right. And that's his. He's Blackbeard, and he runs the Blackbeard Pirates. Mm. You have a lot of pirates named after famous pirates. You have Bonnie 
after uh, what was her name? Anne Bonny. Uh, she's a captain. You have um, Eustace Captain Kidd, who's also named after some pi- different pirates. You have Trafalgar Law, who's named after like the Battle of Trafalgar. So it's a lot of like these themes of like mm. naming, which is another thing that happens in uh, shonen anime. Is a lot of the characters will have a certain theme to the name, mm. like um, that's really prevalent in um, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, aren't they all like named after vegetables or something? Yeah, some, some, some are. <laughs> yeah. it, they're all puns. So how? Uh, let me just ask a question: Are these meant to be taken? When I say seriously, I don't mean like life or death serious. I mean like when when you're when you approach watching these animes, like what are you going in expecting and maybe or like the target audience what are they you know they're supposed to be like just captivated by it is it supposed to be funny is it supposed yeah. to be like it's supposed to be funny it is supposed to be like just ridiculous funny it's okay. so over the top so ridiculous yeah you look at the animation you look at the drawing of the manga the like the facial expressions the cartoony action mm. the, the and to go back to devil fruit some of the devil fruit fa- powers are really weird like it turned Luffy ate one and he turned into a rubber man. He can stretch really long. <laughs> That's his power. But he manipulates it so he's able to do really like crazy amazing things with that power mm. that you wouldn't normally think of. And it's completely within the realm of like, oh, I can see that being a thing that you use. Mm. Like he does a thing called a, a gatling gun where he just punches things over and over again, but he can do it at a distance and he just whips his arms back and forth and like punches his opponent over and over again, oh, for example. Or cool. <laughs> there's some that are like obviously like this is a powerful power, like this is powerful. Like um, one of the characters had one that could cause earthquakes, you know, mm. and another one had one where they could they were basically the human torch you know Mm. so we got mr fantastic and the human torch and the human torch Mm. and and then you have some that can change like um jewelry bonnie can change into a child is that is that advantageous or well it's good if she's trying to trying to hide true so you have some you never know what you're gonna get when you think like it, there's a lot of devil fruit users and you never know where you're going to get. And when you first see it, you're like, that doesn't seem very good. And then suddenly it's like, holy shit, that person's <laughs> a genius. Like how yeah. they are so powerful. How could I not think about using it that way? Um, Do they explain where the devil fruit comes from? Why it exists? There is an arc in this, in this whole world that they were clearly manufactured in a lab. Um, okay. I think they're going to be going into more detail about that. There is an ending in sight here. It just okay. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, is, it, is, it, is it like Scooby-Doo? You know, there might be a, an ending to Scooby-Doo, but like, it doesn't matter. You like, you just watch them kind of. one at a time and you just enjoy each one. Yeah. And yeah. you... You have a you have a villain of the day. You have an mm-hmm. arc of the year that it's happening on because every you have to meet all these characters, and it's not about Luffy. Luffy is the same dumbass idiot who just is very good at fighting, but he's got a really upbeat attitude. 
you could tell him no a million times. And if he thinks he still wants to do it, he cannot be told otherwise. It's he's foolhardy, but it is very compelling because a lot of the people who he chooses to associate with have the, have been, you know, they're having a rough time of it and they kind of have this defeatist attitude or they have this sad spack story where they're like, no, I'm not going to join you. I don't want to join you. I'm not, you can't help me. And he goes, no, I'm going to help you. And they're like, no, stop, don't help me. And then he helps them. And then they, <laughs> they're so touched that someone finally looked past their bullshit because Luffy is a very simple character that he doesn't see like brood. He doesn't think of he, brooding is not a concept to him. Mm. Like he's sad. He can be sad. He can grieve, but he's not going to dwell on it. And he's not mm. going to be like, I'm going to, you know, like, I can't, you know, he's not going to sit yeah. and be like, why couldn't I have done this? Why couldn't got, I have saved got, got a short memory. He just moved on. Yeah. And he also, and he's also able to move on because he's like, it's in the past. I let it, he lets it go and he moves on. It's mm. a, a thing a lot of characters can't do. Mm. And um, there's so many different story arcs happening with different characters. And Luffy and his crew, who are all composed of different types of oddballs, who he pulled into by just being a very compelling and kind of compassionate person, you know, and he wanted to help them because he liked them. He's just like, I like you. I'm going to help you. And then they're like, I don't see a problem with uh, you sticking around. They just travel through all of these worlds and you get to meet all these different characters and all this different types of fighting and all of these like different worlds, basically. And, and then they do their thing. The arc is over and then they pack up and they go, usually getting chased by a crowd who's angry at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the classic like uh I, I don't know i'm thinking to like pokemon because that's the only one i've seen where there's always like a running gag or like running trope mm-hmm. where like for pokemon it's team rocket getting blasting like off blasting again. off again is that kind of the same vein where like at the end of each episode they're just chased by a mob of people in the beginning <laughs> yeah like if it's not the mob realizing they're pirates and the people they've been lauding as heroes are wanted criminals, quote unquote, mm-hmm. yeah. then it's usually the world government catching up with them and them having to make a speedy getaway. And it's really adorable because, you know, the people who they leave behind are always sad to see him go, but, you know, wish him luck on their journey because mm. they are very neutral good. They'll help you mm. if they see you need help. And they have no problem with uh, heading off once their work is done. They All they ask is for money and food. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, they, like one person asks for money and they usually will like take a few more things than they want. But Luffy, he doesn't care about money. All he cares about is food. So he takes all the food and then he runs off and he's like, it was fun to meet you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but when you said, is it funny? Like nine times out of 10, yes. And then there's just moments where either a character's backstory or events that happen uh, just are brutally sad. Hmm. Like it goes places that I don't see a lot in a lot other shonen anime or they don't go as often. Like in the beginning, Luffy's crew members all the when he's gathering them you all learn their backstory and one of them had her it's it's terrible her 
town got uh, overrun by pirates. A pirate crew came in and like t- took them over, and they demanded payment for every single citizen and child. And the girl's mother could only, her adoptive mother could only afford uh, to pay for her two daughters. And if you can't pay, you die. And mm-hmm. she was in the original version rather than the edited version. She, they watch her, their mother get shot in front of them. Well, even though you just said that characters don't die. Oh, they very rarely die. But when so there's they one die, few cases. they don't come back. Mm. When they're if you if there's a body, they're dead. There's no like coming in at the last minute, saving them last minute. Mm-hmm. Dead is dead, mm-hmm. which is kind of rare. Like Naruto, I think there was only one really significant death, mm-hmm. like that hadn't already happened, mm-hmm. from what I remember. And I really was annoyed with that because I was like, everyone survived except for that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's inverse game of thrones yeah (laughs) and so i mean the guy who writes this you know he can have you like laughing along to them doing like completely wacky like antics being goofy hating like yelling at each other you know there's one scene where they're trying to outrun an avalanche and one of the guys goes run faster and they start like, and you can see like the animation move a little faster. He goes, run like your life depends on it. And they, like, the animation goes just a teensy bit faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like that weird comedic timing that's just over time been honed really well. And then at the same time, he's able to write well that you feel sad when a ship has to be burned because it's broken. And you're like, how is this the same thing? And because our main characters are very neutral and your past is arbitrary, you know, you might have done bad things in the past, but if you're willing to help them and, you know, they won't mind, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you're not hurting other people or you feel sorry or you apologize for it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it tends to be a very big, there tends to be a very overarching plot of a gray area. The villains can be good. The the mm. uh, quote unquote good guys can be very bad, mm. you know. And I I think that's why people like it so much. It's because you, the character they're very much antiheroes, and mm. they are definitely like I don't think the show would be able to keep going if Luffy wasn't just such a lovable dumbass. And wasn't so stubborn in the fact that he will do literally anything for his crew. Mm. He knows he's, as he said over and over again, I am nothing without you guys. Yeah. He dead ages ago. That's the, that's the, uh, the the checkbox for every episode. He has to say that at least once. That's the the drinking game line. (laughs) Not really. Uh, He just, every once in a while, like, they'll save his ass, and they'll be like, where are are we without you guys? He's like, I guess so. I am an idiot. (laughs) And they're like, (laughs) (laughs) There's, I mean, the other thing is, is that there's always these running, like like I said, the animation's so goofy, and I I can't really put into words just how well the comedy works visually, Mm. and... It's just like a really, it's just like watching a whole bunch of Looney Tunes. Yeah. But, but like more over the top, if that makes yeah. sense. As I was watching just the little clips I saw, it seemed, it, I got 
the same sense that I would get if I was watching like Dragon Ball Z, which I've also never seen. Mm-hmm. But uh, my roommate showed me clips of like, is it Goku? I don't know who it is. Like going into Super Saiyan, like yep. just, just screaming, screaming for like 20 minutes. Yes. <laughs> and the way the characters are reacting, I feel like, the, <gasps> yeah, I, I feel like the humor in the execution is like, it's centered around these characters are so over the top, serious and invested in what's happening. But then as a spectator, you're like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But these characters, the way they speak to each other, it's like, this is the most critical thing that's ever happened. <laughs> and they all stand, that- <laughs> they're all standing around and watching. They're not doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Do you think that- we should help? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> is that a uh, fair assessment of, of One Piece? Because No, what, actually. Uh, no? Okay. What no. I saw, I don't know. Maybe it's just the delivery of lines, like, or maybe it's just the fact that it's in Japanese with yeah. like gravelly voices. Like, yeah, to me, it's that very much. It it felt like a stiff, like, oh, you have disobeyed me, <laughs> type thing. <laughs> oh, it does do that. Like, yeah. it doesn't skirt, but it knows. Dragon Ball Z plays it off like it's being very serious, even though it mm-hmm. looks silly. Yeah, and. When you're a kid and you're watching that, you take it very seriously. Mm, okay. Um, I don't think any kid who's watching it is taking it seriously. Watching One Piece. Okay. Like, there's fights happening, but there's never a bunch of people just watching a fight happen. You know, mm. unless it's something. <sighs> it there have been battles, and you have to, and each you can't just watch everyone just fighting each other. You have to focus on different parts of the battle. Mm. And I mean, this is a show where, where like the main character puts his feet in cement because he's trying to avoid getting thrown into the water <laughs> so he doesn't drown. Like, it's so dumb, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, you have that. You have that has happened. That is in the, that hasn't been a part of the show where it's his foolproof plan, and it's like, well, where how are you going to fight then? He's like, oh, I didn't get that far. Yeah, you know. And then at the same time, you have an you have a story arc where there are two char- like in the past there were two characters that were the representation of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I kid Whoa. you not. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, because there's also. Uh, like this world is so it there's a lot of culture built into it Mm. and i really like that because you realize the little things like there is a group there's this type of like species they're called fishmen and it's mermaids it's like lovecraftian horrors Mm. you know like humanoids with fish characteristics they can breathe underwater and they're considered subhuman to the rest of the by the government Wow. And you That's have heavy. one one character that takes the Malcolm X approach to fighting this racism. Mm. And you have the uh, another character who takes the Martin Luther King approach. Mm. And both of them have been killed by humans. Mm. Yeah. Through assassination. That's, that's heavy. It is. I, I don't know if Fisher Tiger was killed by assassination, but he was killed by a human interaction. And the thing is, is like, 
it's so i'm like that is so deep like kids wouldn't mm. realize that they don't know what malcolm who malcolm x is they might know who martin luther king is but they're not gonna right. they're not gonna see that but that's there it's mm. really smart there's so you have like a parallel to you have racism happening you have like how loyalty to family can sometimes overshadow your like overshadow mm -hmm. like being good versus bad or how you know having a book education doesn't necessarily make you like the smartest person doesn't make you mm -hmm. capable of you know handling the real world there's there's right. different like little lessons here and there yeah and and i think the most important thing is is if you surround yourself with people who trust you and who you can trust then you won't go wrong that's, that's awesome. like kind of the start that's yeah it all started so. yeah i thought uh i watched avatar the last airbender last year for the first time oh wow you're behind and i'm i'm in the middle of core right now i'm in the middle of season three Oh. Uh, I watch one episode probably every week. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good uh, way to go. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes long, so. long. I know. That's why it's taking <laughs> so long. But yeah, I thought Avatar had a lot of those like, you know, very deep uh, concepts for kids. Yeah. Like very, very deep where, where they'll, they'll touch on like genocide or like um, wrongful revenge. imprisonment, revenge. Yeah. Like, I mean, the whole, like, Zuko, I think, is the one of the best written characters I've ever seen. Yeah. As far as, like, depth. Do you, ha have you seen him? You've seen him back in Legend of Korra, right? Yeah, that was I cool. That was I cool. loved his introduction where he's talking to uh, Korra's dad and her cousins and I forget. No spoilers. I don't, I don't know what the, the, the four people are doing yet. Like, I don't okay. know their motives. Oh, so. you're in that part? where they're where they're going somewhere and they're just chatting they have just they just infiltrated the um metal clan city i forget what's called what the city's oh called. yeah they you haven't gotten as far as i'm thinking okay yep so no spoilers Zuko I, in, uh, I don't know their Zuko motives. In the original is uh in the in the new one i like him he's fun i've only seen him once or twice he just showed up and is like yo we gotta take these guys down yeah yeah, yeah, but yeah he's, cool. he's a cult. He is a, I wish we knew more about his backstory. Like, cause they do some, they did comics of the story, but like, mm. I think the last le they left off, we don't know if he, he, we know he had a daughter. We just don't know with who, cause it might not be May. Yeah. She might, I think she broke up with him and they was, and it was pretty permanent. So we oh, don't know who. Geez. Yeah. So but that uh, happens, that happens outside of Avatar because they get back together in avatar right in in the tv show but they the TV made show, a yeah. comic series after avatar where they break up where she she gets pissed at him for not sharing his feelings if i remember correctly hmm. it's sharing feelings slash sharing he was he was doing something that she wasn't really approving of and she's just like oh hmm. so you're not even if you know i'm not gonna like it you're not gonna tell me he's like hmm. both of them of. both of them are uh they don't have good track records for sharing their feelings. No. <laughs> I mean, she has a pretty good reason. They both do. But, you know, if it do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's cool when, when uh, you know, kids shows dive deeper. They have to these days because you've had pillars of 
that have set the stage. You have had Avatar. Mm-hmm. You have now Steven Universe, um, mm. which was all which was kind of like the doorway to showing openly queer characters. Mm. I mean, it, they did it before Korra, so there's that. Have I not? Have I not gotten somewhere in Korra? <laughs> Maybe. I don't think I have, unless I just no, missed you. it. No, you. Missed... No, you haven't. I'm so. Dumb. Although, 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 this whole time, I've been like, Korra and Asami is gonna happen. So I. I mean, if that's, I... if that's a spoiler, then I saw it coming. Oh yeah, I when I saw <laughs> yes. Okay, Maybe. there's one scene that I've already seen. It's like. Okay, this is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I feel Mako's just like my two exes got together. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mako. He's just forever alone. Yeah. He can't. He's such. A, he also is kind of a player because he can't. Yeah. Like, when he and Korra have that big argument, he starts dating Asami again, and when Korra loses her memory, and like. I mean, to be fair to Mako. He's, he's never in the middle of a lot of stuff. He's he's never really like he never has bad intentions. He no. just has the worst luck. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of, he's he's kind of a dunce though. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um that's the that's the little beauty I like about One Piece though is that it sneaks in in between all of the absolute insanity. It sneak it sneaks in like these little messages that you wouldn't pick up normally but then you look back on and you're like Oh, that's that's really smart. I'm just th- like besides the obvious ones, which was like I don't give up on my team members. I'm all I will always be beside you. I'm going to be king of the pirates. Don't give up. Blah 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 blah. You know that that over. It's it's the little things that you're just like, ah oh, shit, that was clever. They got that in there. Mm. You know, and. I don't watch it like I'm not watching it because I'm waiting for Luffy to find the one piece. I know he's going to. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's inevitable. It's he's Luffy doesn't get a cons- consolation prize. He will he will rip the treasure from the winner's hands and be like, I won, bitches. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. the king of the pirates. But I watch it just because you get to see really great interaction. You get to see really good comedy. You turn your brain off and just let it go. And it is, and you're laughing and you're like, and you're, and it's funny and in the stupidest way possible. Like some of the, like, I, I remember, um, I started watching it more at the, in senior year of college because I needed something to turn my brain off. You know, I was under a lot of stress and, um, and I remember one of my roommates being watching it and his, he was laughing or she was laughing and I was like, what you watching? She's like, One Piece. I'm like, that looks really dumb. She's like, yeah, it is. It's great. (laughs) I'm like, like, why are they just standing and talking to each other? Aren't they going to fight? She goes, yeah, eventually. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Is it one episode of them talking and then they fight? She's like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't care. You know? (laughs) It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You need to have mindless activities. Yeah. Yeah. You You can't just be like, you know, moving ahead on whatever train you're on all the time. You got to step back and do something that's mindless. But it even seems like there's, you know, this might be mindless, but there's like value to it as well. There's a lot of heart to it when it's necessary. Like in between all of the insanity, like for example, I guess I can bring up another example. Um, 
there's a character who's considered like the most beautiful woman in the world, right? And I think Twilight has... Concords wrote a song about her. Boa Hancock? I, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Okay, there's a Flight of the Concord song called... Oh, you're the most beautiful girl in the room. In the room. At this time, in the room. Yeah, (laughs) in the whole wide room. (laughs) (laughs) No, she is... She is... Like, she has this... She has a devil fruit ability where it's any man who feels, like, lust towards her, she can turn to stone. And so she can turn a lot of guys to stone. She can't Mm. turn Luffy to stone because he's too simple. And he Mm. doesn't look at her as an object of lust. Mm. And so she falls madly head over and heels in love with him. But because he's basically a brick, yeah, she's like trying really hard to flirt. And she's like, do you want some food, Luffy? And he's like, yeah, I do. Thanks. She's like, oh, he said yes. That means we're married. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She, and I think she eventually realizes that he will never like fully register it but she mm. just can't help but love him because mm. he doesn't treat her like a sex object. Yeah, interesting. So it kind of sucks that the only character, like there are a couple characters who like attraction is not really in their main purview. Like they're not really paying attention to a romantic relationship. There's really mm. not many. There's one character who will literally try to woo any woman he sees but he's not, he's in love with the idea of being in love. He's not, mm. there's not one woman he's like holding it out for. He will flirt with right. anybody, mm. you know? Right. So there's no really, because you're, because these characters are always traveling, there's really no reason to have relationships and you can't have a relationship on a ship because what if they break up, you know, or what you need mm. to have, like, they, if they're just together, it's like, there's no, and then nothing happens so Mm. it's very it's a hard thing to have when you're constantly having an expanding storyline and Mm. each story and each time you go to a different island you have another storyline you can't really make between the main characters you can't really make any relationships outside of friendships Mm -hmm. it's or it's very difficult to because they're never going to come back to that island yeah it sounds like things move quickly too yes and no like it take like every chapter because there are it does because each character there's a million things happening but each chapter you're visiting this character then you visit this character and it's just like a mm. it's like a couple minutes with each one yeah so it's it's chugging along but each but each chapter takes a while because you're like you're still you're, you're like okay this guy's doing this the guy's doing that this, you know and then it's yeah. like wait a week next chapter and now they're doing this yeah but it like just like I said, just turn your brain off, watch the show, enjoy the silliness, enjoy the somber moments. The thing like, that struck me about what I saw, mm. I don't know if it was just this episode, and or maybe this is exactly what you're saying. I, I'm skimming through this video of episode 978, so the, and there, the there seemed to be no... There, there doesn't seem to be one minute of action more than a minute of action that focuses on the same character. Like there are yeah. so many characters. There are so many characters and it just expands. Like yeah. it's insane how many characters there are and they're each going through like a, like they always get split up and they always are doing something different. And 
you know, we're like, okay, so for like two seconds, we have to deal, we're looking at these guys as they're going through this unbreakable maze. And then we're looking at this character as he fights this guy. Mm -hmm. And if you have it all in one section, you can watch it and it makes sense. But if you're waiting week to week, it gets difficult. And that's why it's hard for me to keep up with, like, I don't have enough mental capacity to like put it, to remember what happened last week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder, I'm sure someone online or some, somewhere you can find like each individual characters, like series of events all compiled together. Yeah. Or you could just watch the show. Like Funimation has it all. If you buy a membership with them. What's it called? Funimation. They do the English dub. Oh, okay. And I think they have, there's a Netflix has the first couple seasons, which I think are honestly like some of the more, they were still figuring out how to, you're still figuring everything out, how to pre, you know, present everything, but it still has some of the funnier moments in that's in the series, mm-hmm. or at least it's fresher. Like mm-hmm. the reactions are fresher and it, you know, the gags are funnier. And I definitely, it always gives me a chuckle when I'm, when I'm watching it. So. Mm-hmm nice yeah i just i like the one part where luffy's trying to get he's trying to get a cook and he finds a cook who's working on like a in a restaurant and the cook shows that he's like a really nice he's a nice guy he just appreciates people who like good food and even though he's a bit of a dick and luffy goes you're gonna be on my you're gonna be the chef on my ship and he's like no i don't want to he goes i reject your offer i reject your rejection and (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's inevitable that he's gonna join of course but it's still really funny like just like no i reject your rejection you'll be on my ship and it's like what (laughs) yeah sounds fun it's it's all you really need is fun Mm. sometimes and Mm -hmm. all you need is silliness and like characters that you enjoy watching it Mm -hmm. You know, going back to the Looney Tunes, what makes Looney Tunes timeless is that you can throw, they have enough personality, you can throw them into situations where they can react and it's them reacting to the situation. Right. And that's enough to create the gags. Right. Mm. One Piece is a similar situation. You get to know these characters so well and they have lasting like little quirks that a new new situations can give new funny reactions and Mm -hmm. have and they are unique enough that they can react in their own way and you know the you know you know the you know the points you know you're like okay you hit hit this story point this story point this story point but you don't really know how it's going to play out completely yeah and you probably have i don't know if if this applies but where for example you'll have bugs bunny and elmer fudd are consistently together yeah but you could still have crossovers where, like, uh, I guess Daffy Duck is in that group, but you might have, like, Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil, who normally has his own side stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, is it the same with, with One Piece, where there's, like, different cliques or groups that, like, sometimes cross over? Kind of, yeah, because there is, like, there's a, Luffy is part of this group called the Worst Generation, which is a group of pirates that have all made are like the newest generation of pirates that have made it to the grand line who all have over a million dollar bounties on their heads and so you know of them you see their work 
And so when one appears and is either an antagonist or an assi- or assisting the main characters, it's interesting because you've you've been introduced to them through like narration, but you don't know exactly what they're like and you don't know where their loyalties lie. It actually was one of those characters had like literally one of the best moments I've ever seen in the series where it's hard to describe, but this there's his name is beige Capone, right? He's he's modeled after Al Capone Mm -hmm. and he took form an alliance. He married one of the daughters of a, one of the emperor, one of the pirate emperors and you would think it was a marriage of convenience, but they really genuinely love each other. And they have a they have a kid together and they love their kid. And she gets captured during the wife gets captured during an altercation. And Capone goes literally through like Helen back, getting her, you know, getting her back. And the crew is a hundred percent behind him and his, you know, and he's holding his son and the son's, the son's baby. So he's still crying and he's crying because his mom's not there. And the moment Capone is able to save his wife, he says to his son, you know, you now can see why I will like, why your dad does what he does or basically something like that. Mm. And it's, it's got the music going, it's music swelling. And it's like, it's, Mm. It's one of those great moments where you're like, this is why I watch this show. It's because moments like this where it's absolutely ludicrous, mm. but it's so heartfelt and like, mm. like sincere. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of wholesome. Nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a cute moment. And yeah. it's like I said, it's in the middle of absolute insanity. Like every episode is just insane. Whether it's the different story arcs you're going, you're, storylines that are intersecting or it's just the way some characters decide they're going to fight mm. <laughs> so dumb yeah <laughs> it's sometimes the best yeah <laughs> that's my spiel on one piece i know it's mm. not for everybody mm-hmm. shonen anime definitely isn't for anybody but <laughs> for me it's like it's got really good moments it's got mostly mm-hmm. stupid moments and that's sometimes what you just need mm. yeah, yeah. Sometimes need uh, everyone needs a little bit of stupidity in their life. Sometimes they need some heartfelt stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a little bit of sleaze. It's just a little it's bit of sleaze. Just a little bit of sleaze. <laughs> this is Tad. Everyone needs a little sleaze in yep. their life. <laughs> <laughs> not that one piece is sleaze, but no, it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's honest. It's so weird. It's not like yeah. it's for kids. So yeah, it yeah. would really be hard. Yeah. All right. So that well, was what we liked. Thank you for joining us yet again this month, and a special shout out to the per, to the uh, auto to the bot that uh, downloaded our uh, episodes in Germany. Thank yeah, feeling dunk. That's net. And uh, if you are not a bot, which I think you are, write to us at our um, at our email. Because that we would like to hear, you know, we always like hear, we would like to hear people. Or if anyone has any questions or ideas, I guess we can share our um, our Gmail. Would you like to share that? Do I have? <laughs> do I remember what it is? <laughs> are we oh, sharing right. it? Are we sharing it like on the audio waves, or are we sharing it? Yeah. In, okay. Share it on. Follow us on. Waves. Follow us on Gmail. <laughs> follow oh, our Gmail. Awesome. No. 
send us a Gmail uh, email at mm-hmm. wdylpodcast at gmail.com. Awesome. I would love to hear from people. Whether yeah. it's, and if it's hate mail, five stars. <laughs> yep. Love, hate um, this podcast so much, five stars. Yes. Yes.